Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dolphin, the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is stronger than all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I think my name's Matt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's okay. Well, uh, this week we have a special guest. Uh, I work with him over at uh, on the Planet Bot 2. This is my friend Josh. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm Josh. Oh, wow, he <laughs> answered right away. You know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. He's like, Sorry. Oh, he understands. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we, we both love where we work, and we also share like the passion for Star Wars and uh, and – we're really excited for all the upcoming stuff, and there is uh, actually a decent amount to talk about this week, but first things first, we need to break down that new episode. Um, first thoughts, the speeder bikes. Din was not a fan of the speeder bikes. Power Rangers. No, yeah. <laughs> um, and do we want to talk about like the influence behind the speeder bikes? Because yeah, like the- there's... <laughs> Honestly, like, because I'm I come from like a car guy family, and naturally I I venture over to other vehicles, um, that being like motorcycles. So to understand where this influence comes from, you have to travel overseas because this is not a a something that happened in, in, in the United States. This is uh, something that happened over in Asia, and it was really popular in Japan. And what they would do, and I can't I recall, um, I didn't prepare myself to talk about this but i know about it about um there are like these motorcycle gangs that exist over in japan and they're not motorcycles like you would think they are Mm. and they're not exactly like vespas uh but they're more like mopeds because like they're restricted by um by the by japan so they would find ways to Mm -hmm. um branch out and customize their vehicles with with literally like dozens of mirrors on both sides, just like you saw. So like everything that you see in this book of Boba Fett episode actually exists in, in our planet today. So it's, it's interesting to see uh, different uh, influences from around the world uh, put into star Wars. We see it all the time, but this is one that I wasn't expecting because it's a very acquired taste. Um, It's not something that people strive for. It's not a Lamborghini. It's it's definitely not something you'd see in a poster, but it is something that that uh, someone from the production was influenced by in their studies and maybe in their travels, and they influ- influenced themselves by it, and they put it into the show. So I thought that was really cool. But it, just the fact that it they made it look so much like a moped that yeah, we would yeah. see on planet Earth, it was just, I was like, I feel like this is I so cool. So my first two like things that popped in my head when I first saw them was they looked like Vespas, and mm-hmm. uh, and and then the other thing that popped in my head was like at um so 
there's like different carnivals and 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 stuff like that and 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 like one bumper like of the paint job that are done on bumper cars and and like like different kind of vehicles like at carnivals i i thought of that right away i i didn't think of a car i i thought of like you know like like the paint job of a bumper car so i i thought it was interesting um we will definitely get back into that uh like of the of the whole speeder bike stuff and, and the gang because of there's actually a lot of talk about the gang because um because of there's like different influences like they were inspired by multiple things like of the whole gang mm-hmm. in general uh but let's start with the opening of the episode matt okay so at the beginning of chapter three the first thing that we're going to see is a briefing that is done by 88 uh, which is the droid that um with the skinny face his name is 88 i don't think we've actually mentioned his name yet um, but he's giving a briefing of the situation of what's going on in Mos Espa. Uh, and he's basically describing why Boba Fett is meet- meeting such uh, restraint, why there are, isn't so much support in his name as the new uh, daimyo of Mos Espa. So, and I think one thing to point out is like how the personality of ADA is, is interesting to me because when we first met that character back in uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, we didn't know much about him. We just saw his weird old man resembling droid plate face, and it was just interesting to me. Um, so I I was drawn to that character instantly because I recognized him from the original trilogy. So that's another cool callback. But what's going on here is that basically he's like, no one respects you, uh, and it's for reasons unknown. Like Bib Fortuna, he would he had been lining the pockets of the mayor uh, Mak Shais for a long time when he was the was the daniel so he's like telling boba fett how the other daniels did it how he should adapt his his approach to becoming a more of a respectful and less feared dino and then that is when they are um interrupted by um the watermonger which is another new character that we have yet to see. Office space. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. funny to um, see him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, well, I saw someone do a meme, but the but the first like thing I I I I thought of was because of it and in the movie he, he was like they stole my stapler and then I saw someone to, like actually make a meme of him like nice. as a character being like oh. but yeah, so no, I um I I think we're definitely going to get more celebrity cameos because of because of there's also like a very surprising one, which I was like, why? Um, uh, Like coming up, which we'll talk about. But I think that the whole thing about him, like saying of of the different like like crime syndicates, like on like of of this part of Mos Espa and this part of Mos Espa, we're definitely getting ready for like a war. And I think. I think he's definitely going um, to try and do what Crimson Dawn did and Darth Maul and Savage did in the Clone Wars where, like, all these crime, you know, syndicates weren't together until Darth Maul and Savage brought them together. And then they became Crimson Dawn. It's pretty interesting to me to see how they were all split apart because of Bib. And then now we get to see, like, basically... trying to bring them together. Bring them together, but, like, even with the whole water, like... It's probably been like that for a long time where this lawlessness has gone for even farther that no one was yeah, connected together. So it's cool seeing how how much he actually has to bring together. 
for these couple of episodes. Yeah, so the watermonger's character's name is Lorth Appeal. He's a watermonger mm-hmm. in the, the workers' district. And uh, what I found most appealing about this scene is that we get to see even more than we had in the past of just the dynamics of Mos Espa and how it relates all over Tatooine. And Tatooine is kind of like a representation of how the greater whole of the Outer Rim works. So seeing like how um, the politics of like the Wild West of that is Tatooine works, it's interesting. And um, I like what you said, Colin, earlier about the fact that um, we're getting introduced to all these different gangs and, and parts of Mos Espa that exist. And it's it's obvious what they're trying to do. They're trying to recognize or get their audience to recognize the different uh, structures of Mos Espa and how uh, Boba Fett has to overcome and earn the respect of them or destroy them. Those are his only two options. He either has to have them join him or he has to find a way to get rid of them. Because whatever happens at the end of the season, which is obviously going to be some sort of uh, territory dispute, uh, which is yeah. already kind of being unfolding here. But it's just it's just interesting to me to see that Lorth Appeal is this man who works in the in the district, but he's also kind of a, a, a little slob himself in the way that he overcharges for basic uh, essential things that people need to live, such as mm-hmm. water. And him being a representative of the union of uh, moisture farmers, of the he union. speaks for all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're unionized, those water vapor uh, yeah. farmers. So I just think that um, it's it's just another example of the politics that, that, is, that goes unseen inside of Tatooine. It's mostly seen as this lawless uh, place where anything can happen, but it's it has a structure. And that structure is very fragile and mm-hmm. has a very large ego. And just to see this acting out like this is just, it's interesting to me. And I'm like, I already didn't like that character. And I, I love <laughs> Stefan Root. And I'm like, okay, I love that he showed up. But like, I hate that he had to play this this character. And I know it's not going to be the last time we see him. I, I just know it. Uh, where he'll see him more. He'll probably be like some kind of snitch for like the mayor. Or maybe he'll like help out the twins somehow. But I just think that that wasn't interesting cameo and not just the actor but the character himself was interesting for me you how do you guys feel about him i would say well you just dived really deep into a character that was on screen for like two exactly exactly there's there's so much (laughs) written into this this script in the plot in the the people that that put put this together they are fans so they're going to put more effort into it obviously but there's so much to read into um i do it a lot more than other people sometimes uh because even like in the two or three minutes that he was on screen the character development or the potential for the character development of that person is exponentially great or it could be just something and i'll never see him again and i will have wasted your the last two minutes you know Um, i so i kind of think he was a hypocrite because of because of i think he was like Oh, like I am complaining to you, and now that I've done so, like you are going to help me out and do my dirty work. And 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 and, and then but later, he's the only one to do it. This is the well, only one that we've seen do it. Well, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, you know, like Matt said, like there's a union, so all of them probably voted this guy because they know he's a prick. So yeah, like, he oh, did say <laughs> when he was mentioning the fact that he represents other moisture farmers. Yeah. So yeah. um, I do agree with you there, yeah. and I think that um he. He is a, kind of a slob and like he doesn't like the fact that someone is cheating him out of 
money when he's usually the one cheating them out of money. I right. Mean, 1,500 credits for water? Get out. So, he, so here's the moral story of the whole episode. Treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and I learned that from the watermonger. <laughs> yeah. I will always look back on that day. But no, um, but Josh, how do you feel about it? Um, really liked his introduction. Uh, I like how it's, it's, it's this first scene that we actually get to see of someone asking something of Fett uh, on Tatooine. Um, for me, I'm kind of like, I don't know where that was going to go. Because for me, I like the Boba Fett that's uh, more serious, more brash, yeah. and just says yes, no, uh, like no to everything. And just like, just straight done but it's it's interesting to it's, see how the tuscans have really transition. changed him like yeah. he's he's like anything to do with bounty hunting that's not me anymore i need to make a new self of myself so and it, it's cool yeah. seeing this start to play out i think yeah. it was most interesting that well, like he mentioned that that everything had fell into chaos after lord fortuna's death and i'm like hold on a second wasn't like why why what what happened between uh Biff Fortuna's death and and Boba Fett taking over. Like, what is he referencing think, towards? Are we going to well, see so, more of that? Okay. So I think what happened, which I think we discussed in the last podcast, was on the last episode, which was that when Jabba died and Bib took over, he was still answering to the huts and and he was kind of containing the chaos for the huts on on El Hata so they didn't have to come out but when they found out that Boba killed him they were like okay well now we have to go and like try and deal with this and uh uh and they were you know trying to do different subtle things and um and deal like with um like with Boba and they just tried telling him to go and leave Tatooine and and then you know we found out later that you know that they really just sent a a a tank like like black chrysanthemum is huge like he he is stronger than chewy get a little like, ahead of the plot here why well, I, I, I know completely i completely understand yeah, yeah like it's now but uh but then but then he ends up going to moss Espa and he ends up talking to the gang which when they first turned around the first thing i thought of was cyberpunk like of of of, <laughs> of, of, of like of yeah of, of the way that they have like the robot arms and everything. I was like, oh okay, I I guess we're going in in that direction. But they have the '80s and '90s kind of UK punk like aesthetic, yeah. and I was like, hmm, I, I like that. Um, and they match that with a with a Japanese mod scooter vested vestment or Vespa <laughs> vintage. And I'm like, yeah. there's so many influences here. Well, um, uh, and and the other thing with the speeder bikes is that like of just every like the whole gang in particular, I just don't think they belonged in Tatooine. Like it just felt like a Coruscant vibe or something else, but it just didn't feel like the vibe of Tatooine of just seeing them there. If that makes mm -hmm. sense, because of because of if their speeder bikes were, were kind of rusty and used, you know, I was like, oh, okay, but like Coruscant is like, you know, you know, everyone is trying to look like new and, and good and decent. And mm. even people in the underworld, like, and, and, you know, in level 13, 13, like people are trying to look good and just seeing those speeder bikes and their nice outfits and everything was kind of like, okay, you know, they, but that's kind of like the punk aesthetic is it's kind yeah, of like you got to stand out as much as you possibly can and these people wanted to stand out from all the people that are on tatooine already which it's they it's, are they are definitely staying out like a little yeah, like, like they're standing out 
um, <laughs> because of because of their outfits too looked really clean, really nice, like not yeah. dirty at all. And that's, then, that's, that's true. I noticed yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, like I, I, and 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 that's why I was like, I don't know how I feel about like the, like how so, do you guys feel about the gang? Because I'm just like, ah. Eh. I'm like, okay. Well, if you like pull up this screen I just shared with you, Colin, you can see the the influence that I was talking about earlier. Okay. And I think that it is quite interesting, uh, to say the least, because the first in the first oh, person oh, yeah. that we see, her mm. name is uh D- Drash. She's the the female that uh talks back to uh Boba Fett at first. And I think that like Boba Fett is like interested in her because the fact that she is showing uh, you know, courage, the fact that she's talking to the Gino and she knows who she's talking to and she still doesn't care because she doesn't respect him. And that, and then he recognizes that. And he said, okay, in order to earn this person's respect, I have to treat them in a way that they haven't been before. So obviously here they're, they're, they've been uh, looked down upon. People think they're criminals, which I mean, they kind of are because they do, they do steal and stuff like that, you know, whatever, Whoa, yeah. but uh, they're doing it water. for their survival. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I then mean, the guy that we yeah. meet next is his name is uh, Scad. He's the 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 black guy that yeah. that talks next. Um, I think that their two uh, whole personalities is yeah. yeah his his cybernetic yeah. eye situation yeah. going on. Which I I'm like in the world of Star Wars, I've seen cooler eyes, and that one that one just, <laughs> it's there's something off about it. Like it doesn't have to be that big, man. Does it? Because like Boba yeah. Fett has like. I don't know. I, I just so, think that the whole thing yeah. with this, what's it called? What do you call it earlier? The cyber punks? That's what they are. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's because of, because yeah. of the whole cyberpunk thing was it's cyberpunk 2077, which was a game and it flopped like, mm. um, but, but well, I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just being blunt. Like it did. It like honestly did. Uh, but that kind of looks like the inspiration for those characters because of they're all half robot. Um, like of, of, of the person like just really just got her arm, like her arm is off and now it's like a robot arm and then it's got like a normal hand. I was like, okay, an interesting, mm-hmm. interesting design. But going back to the scene because of how, how Boba was like, hey, you are, if you don't have a job, you, you're going to work for me. And I was like, okay. I was like, kind of saw that coming but at the same time it was like whoa like are you that what is this vetting process like does he even do a background check or is there like a social security <laughs> number you got to put in for this because he's well, put a lot of trust in these people and like he's I'm waiting for someone guard. to really betray him yeah like, like, I, I thought the yeah. guards in episode two i thought the gamorian guards weren't gonna show up or episode one when they like first yeah. like got ambushed i was like yeah starting helping him i mm. think it would have i i you know, I'm kind of having a prediction. Like it would be, it would, it would be crazy if this happens. But like, how crazy would it be if Fennec Shand was like, was like a, was like she was actually working for like Crimson Dawn? And that's something very interesting because yeah. you see many points in this where she's been like, like especially during that dinner scene, he's just like, you know, just get, just enjoy your spoils. Like she gives him so many pointers and he's been rejecting them all the time. So it's interesting to try and see what, where she, her views are of this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she feels underappreciated at all. I mean, I know she has mm-hmm. this whole life debt situation going on, you know, Gungan style with Boba Fett, but yeah, at a certain point she has, yeah. she, at a certain point she has repaid her debt to him. So 
I feel that's what I feel. I, but also, it's Fennec Shan is a, definitely not a person that I would instill trust in, especially given her track record after seeing her in the Bad Batch <laughs> yeah. and her situation with other bounty hunters. And I don't know, she has an exceptional amount of skill, and I know she's not an idiot. So I know that maybe she's just taking advantage of Boba Fett for the time being, and she'll wait for an, an advantage to. I'm. 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 Get the I'm, upper hand. I'm 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 waiting for a plot twist because of honestly like of just this past episode, um it was just like oh it was like eh, okay, um because of after that like after that scene, we see Boba take a nap, we have more of like that extended scene of seeing of seeing like young young Boba Fett look out the window and and it's Danny Logan and Danny Logan is actually really hinting at that he's actually going to make like a like a young boba fett cameo like mm. like which makes sense because of there's that um there's a thing where someone like had who looked like cad bane was seen on set of the book of boba fett so there's always gonna be that possibility of the flashback of them having that shootout and that's what everyone wants because of that deleted scene like that deleted episode arc they never made it um, but that small thing. You really like, love that arc. <laughs> I, <laughs> he talks about it like every episode. Well, it's so cool because I, 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 and 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 it's totally hinted at in the Bad Batch when we see Cad Bane come back and he's got that like that patch on his head, and that's definitely yeah. from when you know Boba and them had the shootout. But we haven't seen that like in actual animation or in live action. So I'm thinking, you know, this is where we'll see it, or we might see it in maybe season two of the Bad Batch or something like that. Because of I think Cad Bane is still out there. I think like Cad Bane is maybe. What if he's know, working with uh, Crimson Dawn? Crimson Dawn, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. So I, so I honestly think that that we are gonna see a big battle, like a big battle with like you know maybe some of the classic bounty hunters. Like how cool would it be if like Bosk and Dengar and like like some of them like Warbo was like here I'm I'm gonna call in like the I'm I'm gonna call in the calvary and then they show up and then it's like all right cool and then uh and then we see you know a big battle on mas espa of just all the crime families and stuff going on and uh, like boba actually you know and, and, and in the trailer we actually see boba sit down with some of the crime crime syndicates like like the trandoshians uh and and all of them and then in the trailer they're like why shouldn't we kill you right now and then like you know boba does his you know line um from the trailer but i think that that we will get more flashbacks that will be maybe closer to when, you know, of besides Camino where like, you know, maybe it's, you know, kind of where we see Daniel Logan. So, you know, at that point where he's like, you know, kind of older or whatever, because of there's so much opportunity for that because of Daniel Logan's at the perfect age where he can definitely do stuff for like, yeah, for, you know, for like teenage Boba Fett and like kind of like not older, like where he is like now, but like, you know, where he was like still growing up but in that dream um i mean but but when he's when we're doing the flashbacks um we kind of see a tie into the mandalorian as well because he goes to moss isley so he can talk to the pikes and you know what bounty hunter i really want to see what i mean i know you keep bringing up cad bane and i, I love cad bane but i think an unappreciated uh bounty hunter that i've always wanted to oh. see is lots uh Razi. do you know remember how that is she uh, was seen in the Clone Wars. She was like one of those bounty hunters on that one episode where they Spice. were like protecting that train, and she has like the the green like rope looking things that she can kick oh. people's butts with. She's like purple. 
Oh. She was always like one of my favorite bounty hunters and she worked with Dengar and she has worked oh. with uh she worked with Bosk and she worked with Boba Fett when he was a child. She was a part of his his group for a while. So, I want Embo, bro. I want Embo. Like um Okay, I can see that too. Do you know who I'm talking about, Josh? No. Okay, so um, so in, in the Clone Wars, he he was the guy that that had like the hat that was like a shield and like he oh, okay yeah. like nah. yeah he I was, like can snowboard on it yeah. yeah he was such a badass bro that too was he, so cool. like like nobody would understand him he would always have like like some type of guard dog with him and then and then just go into battle and like have a crossbow and like just do like you know different combat moves and then like throw a shield and then like put it back on his head mm-hmm. and then he would be like all right yeah it's kind of like a captain america equivalent yeah. of a hat. <laughs> like yeah. like his shield but it's a hat instead of a yeah. shield it does it has the same like like physical qualities and you know it, mm-hmm. according to physics it just doesn't apply well um, i mean well that and and you can't you know put that into star wars like you know mm-hmm. hey like where's gravity why is there sound like and right like so yeah you can't put but, logic into star wars it just no no crackles before no. your eyes but, but yeah I how think did you like the tie-in um, which one from uh like from the tie-in to the mandalorian because of when, when he's actually going into moss eisley like you see him like look over and they're putting the stormtrooper like he- like yeah the helmets on the, on the spikes like spikes from yeah. yeah and and then shortly after you know mando shows up and that's like episode five so it's like oh, okay and then then you actually see the character with the you see the character with the three pit droids like kind of kind of walk in the background so oh, yeah, you the, know the series, yeah. that it's kind of close do we know when the flashbacks take place um so uh, palimoto so between um uh the in the difference between the Mandalorian right. season two. Well well That's that we don't know, but we also have to know that it's close because of they are putting the stormtrooper helmets like on the spikes. Like it's it it, it like has to be close to the Mandalorian timeline in the flashback. Mm. Okay. Um but we don't know exactly. Like it's not like boom, timestamp. This is happening thirty minutes like before Mando. I not not like that. I mean like what happens if it was like years? Like Oh well I mean I wonder well, if he had been there for a while. Yeah. Well, Book of Boba Fett takes place nine years after the Battle of Yavin. So the flashback, because uh, it happened, because it's half his, well, obviously it happened after um, Return of the Jedi, but how many? That, that'd be like five years no, no, before no, no, no. then. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So Matt, Matt. Which, which are we actual, talking about the flashbacks right now? No, we are, we are talking about the actual timeline. It Like of before he goes in the flashbacks is, is happening directly after season two of the Mandalorian, but yeah. the flashbacks begin from uh, the, the flashbacks begin from like the return of the Jedi, like right, right. there he wakes up and he's escaping, but, but then everything else to where he's going into most Eisley, most likely the like next scene that, that will happen, you know, because afterwards, you know, while well, talks to the Pikes and then and the Pikes were like, well, we already made a deal w- w- with a gang before. And then he goes back and then the, whole camp is is destroyed and all the tuscans that you know that helped him survive and and become like better you know were killed like mm-hmm. like horribly um except if you notice we did not see the one tuscans um the remains. female tuscan warrior girl. yeah 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 nope we did Her not see isn't there and yeah, and if, if they make it obvious that a body isn't there that means that body's a lot that's just how it works yeah. in the cinematic world yeah 
I was do you saying, guys think that uh, Pelimoto is going to be in uh, Book of Boba Fett at all? Because we did like see her technically. I mean, she isn't technically in the flashback. Do you know what I'm talking about? She's the the girl who owns the the hanger oh, with the cur- curly brown oh, hair from Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Um, or do you think that I was just a reference? For I think time? it was just a cute little, yeah, yeah. a fun little yeah. Easter egg just to okay. drop in. I mean, I and because and you also know where they are now. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know yeah. how I, I don't, I don't, I was indifferent about that character. I mean, I don't know, I wasn't into it, but I don't know. I think the next flashback scene will be like will be Boba trying to, you know, he's going to, you know, try and hunt the gang down or whatever. But then the whole events of like, <clears throat> Mandalorian like might happen and he might see, you know, Fennec get shot. And then you'll see him like actually, you know, do the scene that we saw at the end of episode five in season one of Mandalorian, where you see that figure walk up to Fennec. We'll, we'll actually see him like save Fennec. Like, I think that's like the next scene that we'll probably see. And you, did you see how, like when he goes to go and talk to the, the, the pike captain it's got like the a different symbol yeah instead yeah like a different crest instead of the normal pike crest yeah i was interested in that one and then i, I saw a lot of people saying online that it would be like it, it looks like a, a pike crest and a crimson dawn crest fused together i'm, I'm telling you man i and, 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 and i'm i'm i've been saying it from from the very beginning the crimson dawn is gonna show up like i because mm-hmm. of there's that scene in there's that scene in the uh in season seven of the Clone Wars where where the Pikes are just afraid of Crimson Dawn and they're afraid of Maul and, and all that stuff. And I don't think that connection just went away. I think after Darth like Darth Maul went crazy and fought Obi Wan in the desert, I think like I I I I think Hero like took over and you know and she like just you know got over her love for Han and, you know, and just was like, you know what? I'm a villain. I'm going to embrace it. And, and, and she just became a, a like a crime boss. Amelia Clark, uh, a villain. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crap. Wow. <laughs> Last time I Didn't saw that, that a city burned to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that will be a comparison. If she actually like shows up because of, if they have that mm. big, if they have that big battle in Mos Espa, I I could see a meme being like every single time like Amelia uh, Clark like shows up in a show, and, and then when you compare like the like the city in Game of Thrones to like Mos Espa on fire or something like that, I can see but, the gifts now. Yeah, but I I mean, but yeah, no, um, I I I think that's going to be the next flashback scene is is Boba seeing you know um like like Mando going after. Fennec Shand um, and like saving her and stuff like that. And then maybe we actually see like, you know, like from Boba's perspective of Boba, you know, in the whole fight with, with Fennec or whatever. Uh, and I'm hoping that like when that happens, you know, and he saves her, she's like, Oh, like I, I like haven't seen you since after the clone wars. And, and then, and then you like, you know, maybe they find out they have like a history or something. And then we later see that like in season two of the bad batch. And so then we can have that scene of, you know, um, if we don't see live action, then we actually see it of like, uh, of, of it happen. And, um, we can also it, briefly touch while we're in the, the, the topic of the flashback, the final scene of him paying his respects to, uh, the Tuscan Raiders that, you know, kind of guided him and, uh, the way that he put the Gadar, sticks on the, is that how you pronounce that? Got it. You mean the Gaffy sticks? No, there's there's a gaffy stick, but then there's the one stick that the chief holds, and that one's called a a gadurfi. 
it's got a different name. It's got a different name. It's got a different name, but it's it's kind of like a gaffy stick, but it holds more meaning. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to pay attention to the the composition that our boy Ludwig Gorenson made for this episode, um, yeah. because as a musician, I was like totally like taken back for a second, and I wasn't even really focusing on what was happening on screen just because I was paying attention. To what the the soundtrack was in the background, and, and uh, I just wanted to you know give a whole shout out to my boy Ludwig real quick because that was a, <laughs> I was yeah, beautiful, and I love the fact that good. he made it so beautiful so that the next scene would scare the living shit out of you because yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah, because of I thought that whole thing was was like him maybe in a trance or a dream. I the dream, and then they're like, yeah. it's not a dream." No, because yeah. because <laughs> of the fight just kept going. Because he wakes up, like how like I would probably have a heart attack of just waking up and being like, nope. "Oh my god!" And the world he just grabbing you and just and just trying to kill you and beat the crap out of you. Like, I mean, no joke. I'm surprised that Boba survived any of that crap. Like, yeah, how did he get up? Go to his living room with his robe on, completely fine. Yeah, no, no. We will definitely talk about that that later because to me that was not Boba Fett. Like I was like, bro, he would have. You putting a robe on? Like, <laughs> Dude, he's like, oh, I he think like walked in that door. room after that entire fight and was just like, hey, is everything okay? And he's wearing his robe, and I'm like, dude. But like, he also ran he in there like he, like he was expecting out of. He was expecting no. there to be more conflict when he ran in there. So What's why would you run me? in with no weapon? You he didn't yeah. bring his gaffy stick. I was like, um, what are you doing? No. Do we do we know why he's been using the back to tank so much? Um, yes, because of he is um so when he was in the um Sarlacc, Sarlacc. his like skin like got so it, it, like it felt like he used he like in the Mandalorian side, it felt like yeah. he was still doing more than we've seen him yeah. do in this show. Like physically? Yes, definitely. Well, and- I I don't really know. There's there's a lot of unanswered questions, but there's like the theory that I mean, like, he obviously took a very physical toll, having been partially slowly digested inside of a sarlacc. Of course, and uh, he's obviously getting old, and he's a he's a clone, so it's not definitive how long his life span could or possibly be. Uh, but I think the fact that he he's recovering from a, a major trauma that is the sarlacc pit which is obviously more than we thought it would take the toll on him because we're like oh why is he in the back to tank after how many years has it been since he was in the back yeah. to tank like what is he still doing in one and i think I, he does that yeah. not only to regain some of the health that he had before but i think he's using it as a way to either extend what other lifespan he has or maybe make himself stronger than he possibly was before. I don't know the science behind Bacta. No. I I couldn't tell you. Maybe if I went on a couple rounds to like, I don't know, like <laughs> around the world a couple of times, I could figure yeah. it out. But um, I don't know. Well, that what? and he keeps, you know, he keeps because of, I know that he's getting older, but dude, he cannot hold himself in a fight. Like every time that he fights someone, he ends up, you know, getting, getting beat up like the crap out of like and something else about all right so black chrysanthemum honestly is this tank right and no mm-hmm. joke he should have killed at least one of the gang members like like these like you know this whole street gang is like you know kids and yeah. 
and they all survived. Like I, I was expecting for one of them like to at least die. They're all cybermedia genetic modified. Teams, whoa, though. whoa, yeah. <laughs> She's but, got a regular hand, arm. Don't. I mean, so is Black Crescentin. So. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's all meat. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, His uh, knuckles are te- like are electrified. Yes. Yeah, he's got that, some out of that. Honestly, should have knocked Boba out. That didn't knock Boba out. He, he just got back up. In no his joke. Face. His thing had spikes on it, and it even had a mark <laughs> on him. And I was like, bro, like I get his Disney Plus, but I'm like. If you're bringing in a tank like this, man, like you gotta go full out. Like he like bit Boba, like like he fought Obi Wan in 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 the comics, and that's where his scar is from. Is from Obi Wan because Obi Wan was defending Uncle Owen because uh it, it's a whole you know it, it's a whole thing. But um uh but he fought against Obi Wan, so it's just like it's kind of like know. where we have to kind of pick and choose what we get. It's kind of like this is EU stuff. Yeah, and then this is what we actually get to see on screen. They're not gonna always pick out from that EU stuff, even though we know it and we love it. It's kind of like we gotta be able to show it on screen and make it like decent enough for Disney Plus viewers. Can we have yeah. Disney Plus twenty one? Yes, I like, would love it. I, I mean, <laughs> no, there's a lot of things we could do with this project that I would love for yeah. to happen. So yes, but there, like yeah. we all agree that Boba Fett got his booty handed to him. And that he can't hold his own, which makes me think, you know, if, you know, not that this could happen, but if Fennec, Fennec, Fennec were to ever decide to betray him. Yeah, she took way too long to show up, too. And then when she did show up, she didn't do anything but push a button and then throw something at him. She was was the last one to show up. (laughs) She she, she was the last one to show up. And I was like, I was like, girl, where were you? The Gamorrean guards got there and went up the stairs. They got there before you did. Well, and, uh, and 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 this is where I think the plot twist is coming in. I'm like, well, maybe she just opened the front door and and he walked in. Like, I I don't okay. know why, but I got a feeling that there's going to be a plot twist where 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 then people are going to be like, oh, didn't see that coming. Like, there it is. Like, I mean, because of in this episode, it just felt like there were some things like missing and like you know. Um, uh, Especially with some of the upcoming scenes that 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 we're going to talk about, but I think there is like a plot twist with Fennec Shand um, that we're we're just not going to see coming, and we'll be like, wait, what? Because of I can totally see Crimson Dawn of just you know being like, hey, listen, you know, you will be our inside person on this, and then when the time comes, she'll be like, all right, I'm sorry, you know, thank you for saving my life, but. This is it. And then it's going to be like, oh. So, I mean, I, I do I, think that, I mean, there was this one thing that I noticed at when, and then we could talk about it more later when we get to it because it hasn't happened yet in the plot line. But when uh, Boba Fett eventually lets uh, Chrysanthemum go, um, the yes. look that he gives, not only Boba Fett, but that you got to pay attention. He looks at Boba Fett and then he makes a very large, open eyed look at Fennec Shand and then back at Boba Fett. And then runs off. And I'm yeah. wondering if that was because of a situation or some kind of agreement that's going on behind closed doors with Fennec and Chrysanthemum, or if there's something that she knows that he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something there because Chrysanthemum gave a very distinct look to Fennec, and it wasn't one mm-hmm. of, holy shit, you're letting me go. Do you think that when you he said was that, holding oh, back sorry. because of that? You think like he was like Chrysanthemum was holding back because Fennec said to do that so that Fennec can kind of push Boba to be more yeah. serious. I don't know because he because Chrysanthemum made the exclusive decision 
to change the location of the fight midway. And he went out and he chose to take out the Gomorian guards, go down the stairs, and he chose to go to the throne room. And he chose to stand exactly where that tiny-ass trap door is. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that, something else is that I I hope they're not overusing that. Because of... Um, yeah, they've already used of, it twice. They've already episodes. used it twice. They've, they've, they've already used it twice, and there was no... Well, technically three there, times so. if you want to talk about our little uh, present that we're about to get to in a second. Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I... Yeah. So they end up going outside, and... The well, well first there. we got to talk about their cool little banquet real quick. They got to enjoy oh, yeah. their their spoils. What do you guys think about that little scene? Real, was you think you guys see anything in there that we needed to discuss? I uh, I wished like w- w- which we make this joke all the time, but I wish that we saw some 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 real porgs out there. Like, I mean, that needs to be roasted a pork. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> roasted pork would be pretty yeah. funny. I like oh, the yeah. uh, oh, the yeah. uh, the um what was it? Yeah, the R5 Astromech that was uh, serving uh, food. <laughs> and he had that tray. And it's a very similar to a tray that you see for sale at Galaxy's Edge. And I was like, is that like product placement? Well, or... well I, I mean, and, and again, like, you know, of those <laughs> hints, it's just like, I think Hondo will show up. Because if Hondo and Boba do have history, and, and Hondo and Django had history. So I was like, this would be the perfect time to incorporate that. And, uh, uh, and Jim... Uh, Jim Cummings is always down to play Hondo. Like he loves that character. For um, sure. My wife hates Hondo. Like she hates Hondo with a. <laughs> she uh, hates his accent. Um, she hates everything about him. Well, 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 well. No, Can't unhear like, Winnie the Pooh. Understandable. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, she. Well, she doesn't like him because of you know, uh, it, it's the way that he is. Like, like he's a pirate. You know, all all he is is about the profit. And then he tries to be good, but then he's like, nah, I'm just deceiving you. I just want the money. He's so like just the Star Wars version of Jack Sparrow, and everyone knows Yeah, it. yeah. And I, everyone's like, okay I, with I mean, well, yeah, no. I I, I think Hondo w- would be interesting, like, kind of, like, add in to, to the problems that Boba's having now because of, of Hondo is always looking for a good deal. He's always looking for a good, like, opportunity mm-hmm. to make money. So, you know, I could see him being like, Listen, I uh, hear you need some help, and then you know he's like, if, "So would if you be comfortable I, you know, with like it being like a like a cameo side, or would you like a, a, an episode focus with him? Like, a, like I would a mission be okay. From Honda to help? I would be okay with the with the cameo side if they did a full episode where like he was involved. I would be very very surprised, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm just like that would be a good way to, you know, kind of have him in there. Because then people will be like, well, you know, I can go see my Galaxy's Edge and, you know, that might get more people in. So um, that is like a good transition because of in that first episode of the Book of Boba Fett, we saw a, a RX unit there and he was dealing Sabacc. And I'm like, boom, like those are like elements like from Galaxy's Edge right there. That And, uh, and, and, and then the thing that you talked about, Matt, I'm like, there's more Easter eggs and it's probably going to lead up to it. Just like how I was talking about all these years about uh, uh, years about Max Rebo like showing up because they were doing so Easter eggs like <laughs> which which we actually that... do see Max Rebo in this episode and when we get to it I'll I'll tell you where he is because not everyone knows this but anyway that, that it's character concept art I yeah, don't oh, understand darn it, you, you stole it Josh come on man <laughs> he like specifically didn't want to talk about it yet so he could okay. save it and then you just yeah. threw it just a concept art that's like, oh. <laughs> but I. Uh, uh, but yeah, so 
so then we, you know, get to them being like, all right, um, here's the twins. They like show up and they're, and they're just like, Hey, sorry for trying to kill you, which I totally think this was just like, like, like a move on the chessboard of being like, you know, Hey, we like, we are sorry for trying to kill you. You can keep the Wookiee. Here's a gift. We are going to leave. It was kind of like, because of, I think what's going to happen is like when all the conflict is happening, like of, um, of with the, of with the pikes and everything is that's when the huts will try and sweep in and be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and then, and, and then they'll like, you know, outflank Boba and like, take them, try and take them out like by surprise or something. Yeah. Cause of, I don't think the pikes are, mm-hmm. I, I really just don't think the I really don't think the huts would just be like, you know what? We're done. Like here's Tatooine. You can have it. Like there is nothing that we want on this rock is pretty much what they said and then then they were, here's a mighty gift and then there's a cameo which no one was expecting Danny and trail like, baby yeah yeah i i, I was like what i was like oh was okay. great yeah. you know i wrote a, i wrote a uh a art a essay when i was in high school for my spanish class when we had to choose a spanish speaking <laughs> or spanish descendant actor and i chose Danny trejo this was uh i was a sophomore in high school i wrote a two-page essay on Danny trejo and I learned a lot about that man, and I have a lot of respect for that man because he's got kind of this underdog story about him, and the fact that he is now a canon character, which doesn't have a name yet, uh, yeah. as a a rancor, uh, you know, trainer or whatever you want to call him, yeah. uh, or he's a rancor keeper, not a trainer. Well, he just trained them, but whatever. I just think that uh, that's awesome because I love Danny Trejo and I love Machete, and and. I think that uh, he he is an, a character that I will love to see more of, and we will see more of because obviously Boba Fett took this amazing liking yes. to the Rancor. Yeah, and I love I, it, and I know. And, and this is actually something that that we talked about months ago when when they actually you know you know I said that hey we're doing the book of Boba Fett, and and it was that there there's a there was a rumor that Boba that Boba was going to ride a Rancor into a city on on Tatooine and cool. and when you know i can already see in, the in, in, in this episode where he was like oh hey i want to ride it i was like <laughs> we were right i was like we were so right so i was like that's awesome because of i think that's gonna look sick like because mm-hmm. of we we also kind of get a callback to the Clone Wars, where where the trainer is talking about Dathomir, like like of one bubble goes the night sisters, yeah, and then he's talking to the trainer and about the Rancor and stuff. I I think it was really great because we did get that call to Dathomir, which was actually the first live action reference to Dathomir, which is really cool. But it also was a callback to the game, The Force Unleashed, um, because of when Star Killer goes to the planet Felucia, like. Like yeah, he like fights someone, yeah, that is riding a rancor, and I was like, oh, that's a cool callback. So, I can't wait to see Boba like like riding a rancor. I think we will see things that we've always wanted to see, but we we, we never thought that we would ever see them. And and the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett is like um, like the perfect place to do that because it's like it's it's in Star Wars, but it's its own thing. And and then it's going to be cool to see. You know everything that we always wanted. Like, I mean, for example, um, when uh, the when the director, like, who made the ep- it, it was episode six, and it was episode six of uh, of the Mandalorian season two. He 
he ends up um he ended up coming up with the whole battle where like boba and fennec and the mandalorian were like fighting all the stormtroopers he did that with action figures like he he um like he planned out the whole fight and he choreographed the whole fight where like his son's like you know you know had action figures and stuff and and they filmed that in his backyard or something like that but i think what's great is that we are seeing things that you know we did as kids where like i i definitely bet there were kids that you know had action figures and they had a rank yeah like boba fett on top of it i'm like you were just making our dreams like come to life as kids Mm because i like definitely you know have done some things as 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 a kid with action figures and i saw the mandalorian or something i was like yes like finally so i i think it's going to be great to see more like of what the book of Boba Fett has to offer because of you are definitely going to see some more obscure stuff and definitely going to see a lot more fan service because of the whole thing that that Dave Dave Filoni and John Favreau and everyone on the project said was we are going to over deliver on this and I think we are definitely going to see more stuff and I think this episode was just more of like you know to continue the plot um but but after you know they um, get done, you know, talking to the trainer and the Rancor and everything. They end up, you know, going to Mos Espa to go see the mayor. Um, um, did you actually enjoy hearing more about the Rancor? Like, yes, like how it, like, I was like, emotions of a Rancor, um, <laughs> the, the, the imprinting blinders. of the one. Yeah, I thought that was, was interesting. interesting. I was like, okay, yeah. how long? Because, because you remember, like, uh, we in the Bad Batch, we, we remember seeing Moochie, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, okay, Moochie did not have blinders on, so Moochie has imprinted on someone, and they're, yeah. obviously, they're rescuing Moochie and bringing him back, um, to. What was the what was their client's name? Who was hiring to get Moochie? It was Bib Fortuna. Was it Bib? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I couldn't I couldn't remember. So yeah. where where do you think that where do you think Moochie is then? Because obviously Bib had We him. actually don't know the name of the Rancor. Um as as far as I know. I don't think we heard the name of the but Rancor, this, right? But there's no way there's no way that, that Rancor could be Moochie because Moochie is, had already Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Isn't um isn't Moochie a girl? No, no, is, yes, is a boy? You know, yeah, she's a girl, and this one is a boy. That's oh, yeah, okay, because of so, um, anything can happen because of when the episode of <laughs> hey, life finds a way it happened in Jurassic Park. Don't you bring up the changing course. of the sex of the frogs right now? I'm just that's saying. not the situation that is going on. This is not <laughs> no uh, Jurassic Park, but Sorry, when I the episode, really but passionate. when the episode of the Bad Batch came out, I remember it was a huge debate, and it was actually with. Like not just our podcast, but a bunch of other people. But on our podcast, it was me and Sam, like just like yelling at each other because of he was like, "Wow, it's the Rancor from Return of the Jedi," and I'm like, "No, it's not." not like, him. "No, it's not, pal." And he's like, "Yes, it is." And and we just had a whole debate in the podcast, and then you know he finally admitted that he was wrong. I was like, "Yeah, well, I uh, follow the but, breadcrumbs." What I said, just follow oh, the yeah. breadcrumbs. It's obvious that it's not him, Sam. What the yeah, heck? I know. I, I know, but I think so. Sam, so... I know you're listening to this. You're wrong. <laughs> um, I think he was so determined, de- de- uh, but I loved that we got more insight on the Rancor because of because of now we kind of understand of why, why the, the last trainer... Rancor, yeah, train, yeah. Or why that guy I, cried so cry. hard yeah. when it died. Well, I get it, man. Like I, I mean, uh, like it's your it's your big space doggy, and yeah, right, and it, yeah. You, yeah, you, that that just that happens to be able to pick up people and just. But we never got to like see. Just... We only saw the terrorizing, disgusting version of a raincore. We never saw the sweet, cuddly, like soft spotted, <laughs> yeah. imprinting, beautiful beast that is a raincore. 
And what de- uh, does this thing have a name yet? I don't think it has a name. No, yet. it doesn't. I'm not sure if you guys play this, but when the Star Wars Connect came out, there there was a game mode on there where you where you could be a Rancor. It came out for Xbox 360, and you could oh, be a the... Rancor. Yeah, and 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 you can actually like walk in and into like Naboo and Tatooine. I know what you're talking you about. You could just yeah. pick up people and yeah, the Connect like, one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and they go like so, this. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Of, of where you can run. Like, yeah, like, I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that. Fun, like running at full speed. Like in oh. in one of these. Isn't that episodes. on Tatooine as well? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, yes, that would be hilarious yeah. to see the yeah. exact same thing from. Because the of, is it most likely because there's the down ship that's crashed yeah. that you run by? That was so. Yeah. So, it was like Tatooine. It was Naboo, and I think it was one other planet where where you could do the whole Rancor thing. Man, mm-hmm. I I, I still have that. Rancor Rampage or something like yes. that. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, bro! Yeah. You bring it back no, memories, I, me, dude. Yeah. So I no, I can't wait because, like I said, we are going to see things that you know that we definitely you know had action figures and, and we we messed around with, and now now we're going to see it. In live action. Now, the one line that I did like from Bobo was him saying that he's written things far times like bigger. Like, yes. Is that yes. a reference to this, like the the Christmas that... special? Like <laughs> I know him? what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I I think we that posted might it be, on our on our I, I Instagram. Think be, I have our Facebook. Facebook. I have. I've definitely seen other people like say that that Mythosaur. You know, that's what he's referencing. But I'm just like. We don't know that he's, you know, we don't know that. Like, you know, it could be a possible reference, but that's not why you cannot just say that is exactly what he's talking about. How do you know? Like how? Like no. I know, I know. It's just it's it's like that's what we what what we know for now. Yeah, I think it could be like a reference, and 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 I wasn't Mm. just talking about you. I'm talking about you know, like I'm talking about you know, Star Wars theory, and a couple other people were saying like, oh hey, like it's a reference to the like they were saying it is, and I was like, we don't know. It's just a theory. It was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, an awesome theory. Oh, yeah. No, it, it no, wouldn't dude, be dude. something that's completely yeah. out of place for them. But honestly, the like first thing that popped in my head, I don't know why, which, you know, it should have been the holiday special, but the thing yeah, that popped in my head um, <laughs> was uh, it was the uh, it was a you great can pull it up right here on the, the oh, yeah. screen share. Yeah. yeah, I'll pull it up here. Which the people such an like, interesting it's like Look, a uh, yeah. it's like a dinosaur camel, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Which um, which again, this is actually what the Mandalorian was inspired by, like like his the rifle gun. and everything. Yeah, yeah is it, it is inspired so you can see by it on the his back special. right there. So as much as people don't like the holiday special, if we never got it, we probably would have um, we probably would have never uh, we would have never gotten the Mandalorian. We probably would have never got the book of Boba Fett. So. If you don't like the holiday special, that guy, there he is. Yeah. So yep. go watch yeah. it. Look at that. Look at the color coordination on Boba Fett. Like, <laughs> look at all the monotones and everything. Yeah, and 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 it's funny because of that was like the first appearance of Boba Fett. Like it, it, it was like the appearance. So, uh, it that that cartoon actually is on Disney Plus. Um, it's the story behind it was pretty good. Uh, but the you know animation is is from 1978, so it's just like oh okay, but I not canon. But we're gonna pick and choose all of our stuff that we like, and then we're gonna yes, because technically Life Day is canon, and you know yes. that because at the parks they're selling they're still selling Life. I know Day I almost bought a Life Day shirt. They were so cool. Oh, you can actually they had buy. Like... 
a life day orb too like life like cloud orbs. city yeah um, uh the camino on there not camino uh kashik was one yeah. of them yeah all kinds of cool t-shirts and i was like wow i think life on, I, canon. yeah i i think a life day and and, and in particular and like, it was um, referenced in mandalorian right twice, and I, but i but i think at galaxy's edge like i think on actual life day like on november 17th i think they should have chewy actually wear like the actual the, like, like the, the robes. robes yeah because yeah. they'll walk around with the <laughs> yeah maybe they can get like a like, couple like would be babies. so confused if, if they haven't seen the holiday special they were like wow it must be really cold out right now that he has to go but it would have been interesting if they get to like decorate the whole place like it's life day yes there's Please so many untapped in. sources here. Or like, I like the like Sam was like, I think that like for like a month of the year they should make like Galaxy's Edge like Imperial. And I'm like, that would mess with the canon of the uh, park, but uh it, I could definitely see the appeal of why that would be such a good idea. I mean, just imagine if Galaxy's Edge went Imperial for like or like, you know, that era instead of like New Resistance. I think that would be yeah. cool. So have some classic stormtroopers wandering through and we could see like I don't like Admiral Tarkin walking around. I don't know. Star I think Wars weekends. Cool. Yeah. Coming back. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I loved Star Wars weekends, though. That was always because um, of I went when like season five of the Clone Wars was coming out. And like I I didn't like our family didn't know it was Star Wars weekends. We just happened to go on that weekend. I'm like, Mom, we have to go. And she was like, OK. And I just remember of just seeing, you know, of Jango Fett walking around. And I was like. This is Disney. Like, what's the what the heck? And then they had like a Clone Wars panel, and Tom Kane was there, and actually Eckstein and was oh, like, "This is sick." All and you but, did all that, and you had no idea what was happening. What a what a fortunate situation you were. Oh, in. it worked out great. But <laughs> I'm jelly, going yeah. back, going back to the episode. Um. Uh. So we so we see them and uh ending up uh, going going to the uh, um to the to the, the major city hall. Yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah. And uh and 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 they go to see the mayor, and and that slimy twilight is just like oh you know you won't be able to talk to him for twenty days and he, maybe I can view twenty like yeah I was gonna say that was that was oddly specific like like I I I I was like oh, okay what's happening in twenty days and I was like oh it's because of the pikes and he's you know and you know things are happening but I like th- he then slips out the back. And the in the speeder bike gang, you know, goes after him, and we have the speeder bike chase. And I think it could have been done better. I think it. I think it was slow. And I think, gosh, and I think when like we talked about the episode, I think we did talk about how like it was, it was slow. If it was going at the pace like it did in in the movie Solo, yeah, I think that would have been that's exactly what I spoiled already with what we've seen in Solo, and then we we know what you can do, and you yeah. give yeah. us that. Yeah. So, but it, it gave me yeah. like fun Spy Kids vibes. And yes, yes, is. and it's yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yes, also, uh, yeah. I mean, like it, yeah, it's very it's very slow when he comes out. It's also Back to the Future's like when he crashes. And gets them all dumped yeah. on him. He's a, yeah, oh, and he gets covered in Jogan fruit. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really fun. Except for it's yeah. Jogan well, fruit. We, we all know um, Jogan fruit, right? Well, well, actually, that fruit is a reference to Star Wars Rebels, which is the M- May Lurons, um, uh, were the fruits that fell on top of them, which, you know, there's a whole episode about them and, and the first season of Star Wars Rebels. But, uh, but I thought it was okay. I think it could have been done... Uh, 
a tiny bit. I mean, again, you know, I'm not behind the seat. I mean, then again, they are chasing with space Vespas. So (laughs) can you go that fast with a space Vespa? I mean, right, but... I don't Although know. they can maneuver on those things pretty well, like when he dodged like the falling debris, that uh, can't remember his name, Sec, yeah. or yeah, yeah, that guy like, like totally dove, and I was like, they, oh, that was so nice. It reminded me of that one scene from uh, uh, Back to the or not Back to the Future, but um, Fast and Furious. You know when that guy with the motorcycle and he goes into the truck, it was so good. Yeah. But I I saw that cool. That I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's cool, but also too slow. And it was a similar speeder as in Solo, so like it had so many references, so we know that they can go fast. But then again, it's Mos Espa, so it's like a lot like more tightly packed, and obviously the streets aren't really meant for driving, especially yeah. at that speed. And right. that guy is not and a good driver; he was hitting everything. A, and you also saw a, a similar speeder bike chase in the first episode, which is technically like the first, like like the actual movie of Star Wars Rebels, which is like the first two episodes of Star Wars Rebels, where um where Ezra steals the shipment from Kanan and uh and the and the rebel cell and they end up like having that chase outside of the city or whatever. Um I I compare it to that because of that 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 speed they were going would have been perfect in my opinion. I think if if, if they were going that speed but since Moss Espa is you know kind of more tight on space I can see why I went slow but at the same time I'm just like it was a very slapstick was, fun yeah trying to be funny slapstick scene yeah. and it's especially with them running into the painting yes yes and and that's where max rebo shows up because if that's actual concept art uh from ralph mcquarrie and uh and it's like jabba bifortuna it is like the classic it's like, got boba in the back yeah yeah it's it's got back and got you know max rebo in there technically max rebo has been in all three episodes of the book of boba fett so far uh, but I, yeah, I'm sorry, I had to bring that up. But I, uh, I, I think it was, um, I, I think it, I think the chase could have been done better. But near the end of of where like his car like hit all those stands and everything, I was like, that was cool. Like of all, and uh, and and then at that point, you know, he, he tries to start like the, he's tries to start the um his uh, land speeder. He's like, all right, I give it up. He's gone. And then I was like, "Oh, so." And then, and then we find out like it's 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 the pikes, and and, and the, the pikes, pikes have landed. And then we get a shot He's of a starliner, which I'm sure Sam was pretty proud of, because so, yeah. this this is for, we're really good for you and good for Sam because he really loves Rex, and he's yeah. gotten three references to Rex in in this show, yeah. and you've gotten three reference four references to to your boy over there. So yeah. uh, you guys must be super happy about this show so far, huh? Yeah, there is. There's a lot of elements. There was a lot of, and I'm, uh, and again, you know, that's another reference to Star Tours and, and Galaxy's Edge. Like, it's like, I, I really think Hondo is going to show up because of it's just all these, like, like, you know, slight Easter eggs. But um, I think the show is going to be, I think this, w- it, it, I'm glad it wasn't a filler because it didn't, it, like, it, it did add to the plot, but I think it wasn't as good as the first and second episode because it's, con- it's trying to build the plot more. So when it gets to the other episodes, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, boom, it's there. Like it's established, like this is what's happening. And then it's more intense because of as great as it was seeing black chrysanthemum, you know, just go, you know, crazy on Boba and the whole, you know, gang and everything there. I, I and I think it was missing something. Yeah. I feel I, like we could have gotten a lot more. Chase was missing something too. Do you think that, like with the length of this episode, because it's the shortest so far, 
do you think that if we had a longer episode, we could have gotten a lot more from it? Because I yeah. feel like a lot of it was pretty fast, but I don't know how we could have done it differently. Because, yeah. I mean, the huts like show up like straight after Chris Ed is like uh, already captured. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're leaving. Goodbye. Like, it's like, I thought we were setting up this whole thing with the huts to begin with. But now yeah. we're not. But maybe we are. And then like, all right, now you have a rancor now. And then yeah. now you got to go back to the mayor's office. And it's like that, everything was some, seemed pretty yeah. fast. And I know it's because 30 minute episode. But yeah, this is like the middle ground episode where they're like, all right, something really big's coming later. Like this is setting it up. Like you were right, saying. right. And 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 uh, and I will compare this to the show WandaVision because if it ends up being like WandaVision where I set up all those like because of no joke, it it did set up the whole multiverse thing with like, you know, from Quicksilver from the X-Men. And it definitely, you know, did set up for um for Mr. Fantastic showing up and you know and uh, you know all the stuff and then it ended up being like nothing. Like that's what like, I'm I, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm I trust Delay, I trust Dave Filoni and John Favreau with like my heart because of they they have not strayed us like away. Like like they have not failed us yet. And I and, and I think I think my biggest thing is if, if we don't get a classic bounty hunter besides Boba Fett, like I'm talking about like Bosco Dungar or someone, then I will be disappointed. Be good with Embo like now. That, I, I, now that you mentioned it, I can get behind Embo. Yeah, yeah. If like, it was just we, the pikes, would you be okay with it just being the pikes? No, as no, the main no, no. I, 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 because we have so many fan theories with to, like, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I know. Kira and everyone wants Crimson Dawn, and I'm, I'm kind of wondering it, like, what happens if it is just the pikes? Because we've seen them everywhere, and as you were yeah. saying, like, yeah, I just, what happens I, if it's so, just this? But that also doesn't really make sense to me that it would be just the pikes because we no. have two different crime families: the the, yeah. the 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 dinos of the Hut family, or what had become of them, and we already have the yeah. pikes. So there's two of them right there, and we already know from what we saw in Solo that they work together quite frequently, even though they're um all ruled over by one entity or at least were before you know he got sliced up by our boy obi um uh i think that that if we were to see just the pikes show up it would be a mistake and the idea that that the crimson dawn wouldn't show up that doesn't make logical sense to me as to why they wouldn't be seen at some point or at least referenced or like talked about or, or or set a set up for a season two where Crimson Dawn comes in. Yeah. I just I don't see it just being a Pike situation. No, I also and you can also look at the history of the Pikes as well, because especially in the Clone Wars, um, and and the, in the comics and books as well, is that the Pikes are you know you know they like you know are these is a species like this proud species you know that, that's all about spice and deals and stuff, but pretty much always they're always answering they're they're always answering to someone like they're That's true. It, um like because of count dooku made them promise not to you know drop that secret and they were like well we actually have this have this leverage and then all you know that 10 year gap from attack of the clones and return of the jedi then you find out like you know you know the whole thing with master sapatius and his um and his like his friend or something like I should know that, but um, uh, but then you you know find out that that they kept that secret because of Count Dooku, but then they were like, well, we actually had insurance, 
And so it just sounds like they're always answering to someone. So it would make sense that they would still be part of the Crimson Dawn. But do you think it would be a a Crimson Dawn mic drop kind of thing? Like with our our end of episode one, uh, sorry, end of the season one for Mandalorian where you, uh, Dark Saber, like we get to see that. It's amazing. And then like we have. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. So like you want like a season two, like Luke kind of situation where she like comes off the ship. Because of because of every time that I see like I think of that like of of where it would be like a mic drop, it's just like okay, well, when's it gonna happen? Because if we like saw at the end of Solo where like Darth Maul did the mic drop, and it was like okay, great, and then we just you know we don't see that like whole thing. We still don't know what happened with him and and him and Kira like leading to this day. We yeah, yeah, like we don't know, and I'm just like I want. I still blame the bad marketing of Solo. Still blame them. I that's the reason yeah, why they I, I picked up on it. I want Crimson Dawn to actually play a decent role. Like if it ends up being where you know where Moff, where like Moff Gideon's, you know how Moff Gideon made a, you know an appearance in in episode seven, uh, episode seven of season one of Mandalorian, and then you know he played like you know he was there the entire episode in the next in the final episode of the season finale. If they do something like that. Okay. But I'm fine. Like a but like I a two episode kind of like yeah. Just these are these people. This is what like, they do. Doesn't need no. a conclusion here. Do you think? No. So you would like more Boba Fett? Like if this whole season ends, and do you no. want an extension of the Boba Fett series, or would you like it to kind of like start uh, fusing into more Mandalorian stuff? Because we've had the Mandalorian, now we have yeah. Boba Fett. Do you need a season two or like a, a a book two of Boba Fett? Do you feel like right now? I think maybe they could continue his story, and not like no offense to everyone who loves the book of Boba Fett, but I think they could continue his story and Mandalorian season three. Because as of right now, Book of Boba Fett's not getting as much praise as Mandalorian did, and and, and it's because of they are dealing with a character that is beloved because of his mystery and it's just how darth vader was when like you know they they didn't do the prequels there was so much mystery behind his character and and it's the same thing with boba fett and people have thought of boba fett as this character of where like you know you know he says no and, and and stuff like that and no joke when i saw him at the end of that fight and he came down and he was wearing his bathroom wearing the robes yeah yeah i, I, I was tired like, i know well, 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 no i was like why don't you have a weapon? Where's your armor, man? Like, he could still be fighting people, and 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 you just come down and, and it's like, is everything okay? I'm just like, dude, like, what's like? I like know that you're you're an older guy, but like, you know, you are still that. Like, like I and and I get him going through a life changing experience. Like, I totally get it. But for fans who love this character have high expectations because of I know a lot of people in uh and and the Mercs and like in the Mandalorian Mercs and you know and people who do Bubble Fett, you know, they have high expectations for these characters. And there's a lot of people that are really disappointed with how they're treating Bubble Fett because it's not, you know, how he was in the movie where he he it because of the way that Boa was was portrayed in, you know, Empire and in Return of the Jedi was he takes no he he doesn't take no for an answer. Like it's his way or the highway. Like, like he will shoot you down. He will use his flamethrower and stuff. And none of this is just like, you know, he's he's a changed man because of his experience in the Sarlacc like, and almost dying. And then him being rescued by the Tuscans. So I I understand like why the character is the way he is, 
but I also understand why, you know, some fans are not as like, they're not praising this as the man as much as they are as the Mandalorian, because what was great about Mando is that he was not an established character. He was a whole new character. So he didn't have a background. So no one had high expectations like they did for Boba because of Boba already made his mark on star Wars. Uh, and Mando didn't. So it's, it's kind of like with the last Jedi, you know, that like they ended up going off the blueprint with it and it wasn't as great as, you know, as it could have been because of Ryan Johnson, you know, just was like, Nope, I'm going to scrap the whole blueprint. I'm going to do my own thing. Like we know this is like a, like a mafia style story and yes, like Jabba never had any super like combat abilities. It's the people around him. And I feel like, that's that's his kind of thing he he's he's trying to be yeah it's so different from the the character that we all have we have the eu we have even the old fans that didn't have any eu at that time still thought he was like an amazing like character and so much cool mystery about about him and they we want to see that because we went crazy in uh mando season yes no oh man no like i i I loved like of him just fighting everyone in that episode where like he comes and he takes up the cloaks and he and he's like uh like he breaking the he helmets just, oh it's yeah amazing. oh my gosh man yeah like we him, haven't received any of that yet yeah in dude the him actual... and that gaffy stick bro like he he just went ham and uh and 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 the, and the whole entrance when he does put on his armor again and and he shoots the missiles and he's like I was aim I I I was aiming for for the other. Yeah, I was aiming for the and other it's one. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nice man. This is this like, is this is what we like. We're like, yes, this is both. Right. This is what we wanted to see. Very cool. We haven't yeah. gotten it yet in the actual show, and I think that's I that's heard, kind of our dis- disconnect right now. I mean, the, that the, is a like, good statement, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, I'm on I the agree. same page as you guys. I, I don't understand because yeah. when we saw him Mandalorian. In terms of the timeline, this is before Book of Boba Fett. So he has the physical capability to be kicking butt. And not much has happened to him physically since those events in season two to where we're at now in season in season one of Book of Boba Fett. So it doesn't I, I don't understand why. And I'm hoping that they pick up and start speeding up this plot and start giving us more of the Boba Fett that we want instead of the Boba Fett that they're trying to make. And yeah. I think I'm on the same page as you guys that that he was a B.A. in season two of Mandalorian. That's what everyone wants to see. And that this isn't uh, receiving as much traction or attention because of the fact that this is a character that already exists. And it's not being given the love and cre- credit that that character is deserving of so far. And we're hoping that in the the forthcoming episodes that remain in the season that we will see. Uh, more of Boba Fett's BA attitude and less of him, you know, in a robe outside of his back to tank getting his butt kicked. I mean, I get it. It's Santa, honestly, but he didn't. I think there was way more that he could have given. And he, I mean, obviously he very much relied on his, his security detail, which um, in my opinion, kind of low key let him down because for to honestly, how could Chrysanthemum, get in there without anyone noticing other than if someone were to be helping him and he snuck in some other way. Yeah. I, I, I also, how does he not, how is he not hired more security? Why are there two Gamorrean guards and a bunch of teenagers that are the only defense against Santon? I don't know. Right. 
And I think that is why, you know, probably in the next episode, like, and, 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 and not the flashbacks, but of like the present day stuff, I think he's going to bring like those other, you know, crime be an entourage, like, show up in, here and Yeah, movie. yeah. Like in and then be like, you know, team up and then he has more people because of, I think by the end of the show, like I, I, I can just picture in my head, like in season three of Mandalorian, you know, he needs, you know, help from Boba Fett or whatever. And, and he goes there. And then Jabba's palace looks like Jabba's palace, right? So he's got people in it. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as, no, as, no one as, could as, have as, ever as, snuck up on him had he had yeah. a a chamber full yeah. of people. You know, right. it never could happen. And and, and 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 I think that is what it's going to be like because of. I think by the end of this, I think Boba will be Boba again. I think he's like you know he like hasn't snapped enough yet, but I think like something is going to make him snap, and 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 we'll see what we saw. Mandalorian where he was just this vicious fighter just taking down stormtroopers I think we're going to see that by the end of this something's going to make him snap maybe maybe Fennec betraying him um uh um uh maybe you know something from his past you know coming up uh I I I think we will definitely see the Boba that that, that we know that that the audience knows by the end of the show and if not, I'll be very surprised. But I, I believe in Dave Filoni and Jafar and Favreau. Like they Do have done such a this, great job so far. Do you think that this uh, that Boba Fett will succeed in his mission to be a Diano that is respected, or do you think that he will resort back to the traditional form of more bounty of a fearful? Hunting? No, not bounty hunting, but. He will. He will. I think he'll continue, and he won't lose his mantle unless he dies, and they're not going to just kill him. So I think that at the end of the season, he's either going to die, or he's going to be a successful uh, Don't ruler over most. Those are those are the only two yeah, logical yeah, outcomes for the situation that he's in. Yeah. But do you think that he will achieve? Do you think he's going to bring like respect and peace? Do you think he's going to succeed in his mission to be a, a respected, a respected dino yeah. rather than a feared one? Because the way he's doing things is very fair and equal yes. to everyone, yeah. and it yeah. that it just feels like a disconnect from what like we right. know, it especially is... of Tatooine. That is right, yeah, completely yeah. different. No, that is like a whole different vibe, and 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 it's just like everything. Like some things, I was like, this doesn't feel like Tatooine. Uh, like uh, especially the kids, like of the gang. Like I was like. These kids, I feel like they belong in Coruscant. Like I, I like yeah, I, you're I, trying to be a. You're he's like the a warden, and he's yeah. trying to re- get respect from his inmates. Yeah, I don't, peace. I don't, and and like all this is is because mm-hmm. of I like 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 I was talking about you know being in the Sarlacc, you know, changed his perspective on life, and 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 it's kind of like a lesson, you know, in in you know in general, like you know, I talked about this in the episode, but I was in a car accident, I flipped my car. You know, I almost died and I totally had a different perspective on life and I started doing things differently. And that's exactly what Bo was going through. Like he he was like, man, I almost died. And you know what? All the things that I did in my life led me to this moment. I'm going to change who I am. And 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 the Tuscans helped him with that. And then hit and then the Tuscans all got killed, except except maybe the female one. Do you uh, have to be a ruthless killer to be respected on this I don't know. That's not, that's not what I think I'm trying to get at. I think that do you have to be a, a fearful leader in order to successfully fulfill the role of a Dino? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but you know what I'm saying? No. Do you have to be a fearful person to be that successful? 
in where you are. Because you remember, yeah. you're on Tatooine, and it's not like most other systems mm-hmm. are. It's mm-hmm. it is populated by a majority of people who are fleeing the law, who do not respect the law, do not yeah. respect authority. So how can you get all of those people to round up behind you and support you in making the place, the planet better? Because that's what he's uh, ultimately trying to do is make Mos Espa uh, a, a, a more city that can be more beneficial to people rather than a place for them to hide out from the law or, you know. I am just thinking of if if Han and Chewie and them show up, I'm thinking of what like Han's reaction to like, like, uh, I mean of like Boba's reaction to Han, like of, of seeing him. If Being like a blind man, put me in that pit. Oh, you going down. Like I, like I'm curious of like, what if that happens, which most likely it will. There's like, it's, oh my Spash gosh. Cause of, yeah. Well, I don't think that. No, but, I know. I just really want um, this. So I gotta, I gotta do what you of, do. I gotta speak yeah. it into reality, like you do with, um, with, with Max, with Rito, your big yeah. blue fella. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I am speak un- it into yeah. existence, it'll happen. I am honestly satisfied. Like I'm, I'm just like, you can know you what? say it? Because you, you make it happen. Like Ray okay. said last week, just say it. Yeah. So Chewie and yeah, Han, I say it. I, That's what, what? Sebastian Sand will come back as Luke. I don't want not. that though. You don't want that. I don't want no no I why what are you talking about you supported this a while ago why do you all of a sudden don't want to talk about it because of I don't like people being casted as you know as well-known characters that have already been established because if if they do bring him in then they might do some some deep fake stuff and that's fine because of he does have similar structures but now they hired that guy from YouTube who did that deep fake like they're like you know of of the de-aging process and everything is going to look so much better than what we got from I love the guy from Walker like, in that YouTube, last episode. Like, it's it's going to look so good and it's going to blow people away because of if Han shows up and we see that people are going to like that yeah, will lose their minds. Yeah, like everyone will lose their minds if, if because of that's something that we wanted too was of, of, of having like the trio, right? And mm-hmm. and the sequels was seeing Han, Leia and Luke together. Like not just in the same movie in separate scenes but together. I just don't want that want. to be played out, though, because we've already done Luke. Yeah, I this just... is Book of Boba Fett. This isn't, yeah, yeah. this isn't bring back the original trilogy, but I would love to see them involved in I think some Han, capacity. I, I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I think, Han and, I think Han and Chewie will make a cameo. The, the, there would be no reason to hire that, that guy who does deepfakes if they weren't planning on doing, you know, of doing something like, of, With the deepfake, like in that yeah. department. Yeah, so it would make sense. That they are bringing that like him in and probably showing Luke up soon. Like Luke will probably like you know show up in Ahsoka probably, but like Han, that would be a big deal because of Harrison Ford is such a big deal and Han Solo is such a beloved character of Star Wars. That 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 would be like you know chess king checkmate. Like boom, like done. Like it's just like that. Honestly, would bring so many people in because of that's what also brought some people in for the Mandalorian. Because the people are like, wait, Luke shows up? All right, I'm going to watch this. And then like people got into it. They have to wait so, till the very last episode to see him. They're like, wait a minute. Well, I, no, I mean, I but agree. still, of Luke showing up, the whole entrance was like everything. And the way that I was, I was the animation at first, you know, it took me a while to get used to it. But every time I watch it, you know, I, I get goosebumps because it's like, it's Luke. And, 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 and he's interacting with all these characters. I imagine like, you know, you know, Boba being on the street during a fight and then Han and Chewie come up and then Chewie fights Black Crescent. That's what I want to see. That is one of my predictions is, is because of... Giddy. They have fought... 
Yeah, they have fought in the comics and stuff, and Chewie lost against him. So, so that's why the motive would be like, hey, Wonder Chewie why? knows where he is. He wants a rematch, and they fight. Like, like I've just seen, like, I mean, because of because Black Crusader was so bad, he got banished from Kashyyyk. And, 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 and then, you know, he became a gladiator and stuff. So I was like, dude, Chewie, which we know is this, like, you know, He's he's Chewy, like he's established as this, you know, as this great Wookiee fighter. But but Black Crescent is a gladiator, like he is a beast, man. Like I I, I want to see them fight and like you know just like you know he's get like the walls the, and like oh man, dude. he's like the I, ultimate I, I, like I, I, physical attribute of what a of a, what a a Kashiki Wookiee could become. Yeah, he just like right. embodies it, and yeah. I don't know because that. He's also he's, he's a gladiator, but he also has he he may be coming back for the fact that Boba Fett showed him this obscenely respectful gesture that that was that came way out of left field, and even he was yeah. like surprised. He's like, "Wait, you're not going to kill me?" And yeah, I don't think that's off. the he's last like, we're going to see of him. And and yeah. Boba Fett knows that too. He was like, "I'm not going to make an enemy with someone like that because I would rather have him as an ally." And like he yeah. said, it's just business. And if he is, if Boba Fett truly has that mindset and is just business, yeah, Chrysanthemum will come back. And yeah. he might even come back and be in the support of Boba Fett. I don't know. But Chrysanthemum, yeah, no, dude. Um, Han, yeah. Chewie. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I like, yeah, I, I could see him coming back. I could also see the, the Tuscan Raider girl coming back to helping him. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Like Boba, Fennec, Chrysanthemum, and that, like, that the uh, uh, Tuscan Raider, like yeah. I think that like that that those four people right there just gets me excited to see mm-hmm. like to see all four of those on the screen at the same time. Oh yeah, get out of the way. You're you're gonna die or you're gonna get out of the way. Those are the those are the, those are the yeah. your options. I am I'm thinking like there there will just be like a big battle in Mos Espa. Like I don't think it's gonna be small. I I I I I think you know everything right here like of what we've seen so far. And leading up to the you know finale, I think it's going to be like a big battle, and we are just going to be blown away by it that, because yeah. of Boba, Boba riding Boba on a rancor, yeah, into, and, and, dude, and, yeah, and and just blaster fire going on. It's yes. going to be like I can already blood, see the pop like, bunny, dude. Oh my gosh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a, that'd be a good poster. I'd get that poster. Yeah. All right, yeah. so um, episode four predictions, Colin, go. Um, I think he will talk with the crime families of all the scene that we saw in, in like the trailer of where they're all at the table. And one of the guys, I think one of the trend oceans is like, why don't we just kill you right now? I, th- I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll think see we'll the get, um, off, off we'll planet scenes. I mean, we, cause we haven't left, uh, Tatooine yet this, uh, this season. Technically, mm. technically we have because of the Camino stuff. Well, those are flashbacks. I'm talking about right, like in the right. in the current. I plot don't line. think, I don't think we will because of. I think it's like mainly focusing on Tatooine, and I think that's what they want. And so I you think, think that the crime families will come to Tatooine? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I if, if if we Tatooine, I'm very surprised. If we now one planet, I think I could see happening is maybe now Hutta, or um now Hutta. Dathomir, I don't know why. I just got a feeling maybe Dathomir or Coruscant. Like of 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 those are the planets. If they went somewhere, I think that's where it would be. I think Coruscant would be like a big like oh because of um because of I could see like like 
maybe scene of where Boba is trying to gather forces, and then you you know you like go to Coruscant, and it and it goes into like the underworld and and stuff, and then you see like maybe Bosk like is you know and like in a cantina or something, and he gets like a hologram call, and Bosk is like, "I owe you a favor. I'm on my way." And it'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> like like I, I I could see something like that. I I I don't know if that's gonna happen this episode, but I could totally see." like something happening and i don't think we'll see I, I, my my prediction is that we will see w- at least one of the classic bounty hunters or some other bounty hunters um either in episode five uh wait is it is it seven episodes or, or eight episodes it's eight. I, I, it's eight. Is it eight yeah okay all right so either it will be um either it will be are you sure because i think it's seven well, now you got me thinking. So why don't you just keep yeah. talking so, while I look it up? Way, I think it would be the last three episodes that that we will see, like people that we know, you know, of the class. But I like Chewy and like because of I, I definitely see like Black Satan some ass like full out more than what we saw episode um, seven. Of, You're right, seven episodes. Yeah, seven. Oh, so I'm I'm thinking you know that we'll probably see him by five. Seven. I'm hoping sooner than later because of that's what everyone wants is, you know, of seeing Boba and Demgar and those bounty hunters, you know, fighting side by side. And my fan casting for Dengar would be Simon Pegg. I think Simon Pegg would be, um, would be a great Dengar. He also voiced him in the first um, Star Wars Battlefront that EA did. So I was like, bro, I, I could definitely see like Simon Pegg like of being thing, and and actually, I think he has been working out. I think I think he's been doing stuff from impossible, but um, there's a chance you know he might have been doing that because of you know the book of Boba Fett. So I could definitely see him doing that. Uh, but there's a lot to there's a lot going on. Um, there the, the, there's a lot that is going to happen, and I think, uh, and and I think that we are definitely going to see Crimson Dawn. Um, coming up, but for next week's episode, I think it's still going to build up the plot. I think we'll see more of the pikes. I think we'll see more flashback scene that I was talking about, where like we actually see um, Boba see like the like his perspective of the whole like Fennec Shan getting shot, and mm-hmm. then he you know saves her and everything. I think we'll see that. Um, but other than that, um, well, and Max Rebo, of course, some somehow. <laughs> make him, you know. But other than that, Josh, do you have anything to, that you would like to add? Because I can, I am pretty on par with uh, what Colin has to say. I just want to make sure you have something to add to it. I mean, with our three act structure, because this is third episode, um, we've yeah. had a beginning and middle and an end, but that's just for his flashback segments. So it's yeah. only been like we've had the beginning of him out of Sarlacc, uh, Tuskins, and then the Tuskins being killed, and that's that's, and then he was ripped out in uh, back into reality. So. Literally, I think we're gonna get another. Like, so then the new act starts, and then I ha- they'll have the seventh episode is gonna be that like the last big finale episode where everything comes together and we're gonna tie yes, yes. both of those stories together. That's so what like I episodes think. four and five as arc two, and then it, but that's seven. gonna take yeah, it's gonna be mo- much more about like what's going on around that we don't know yet. So I think it's gonna involve a lot with lot to do with the pikes. I think it's gonna morally talk about things that are out of Boba Fett's control right now instead of just like because a lot of this is still a mystery to us like we don't know much about like to do with the mayor we don't know much to do about like with the pikes and what their business is and I feel like this episode is going to start being like yeah because 
I mean, at that last, at the end of this episode, he's like, "There's, there's a war. Like, it's a war that's coming." So, it'd be, it's interesting to see what they're uh, trying to suit up. With. I, I, I can't wait, man. I, I, I really can't wait. I, I, uh, I think for the last episode, I, I think we should definitely do like a live stream of like our reaction because of, because of we did that for. Um, the last episode of The Mandalorian, and mm-hmm. uh, when Luke showed up, I I, I screamed out of it because of all of reactions. We're just like, oh my god! And <laughs> uh, and and that was happening like at three a.m. So it was it was like the funniest thing. But but yeah, no no, dude, I am, uh, I'm I'm excited for the future. I'm excited that that we are getting back into that because it's not it's it like it's like hey, it's the book of bubble it's the book of Boba Fett, and then we're done for the year, like mm-hmm. how we did with The Mandalorian. It's like we are getting. A lot of projects this year we are getting kenobi we are getting Endor. we are possibly getting the beginning of um mandalorian season three um uh we are getting season two of bad batch we are getting you know the new stars that go game possibly jedi fallen order two and then we're getting star celebration there's still projects that haven't been announced yet like there is so much happening this year in star wars mm-hmm. and it's so exciting because of we kind of had a break last year where it was just like the bad batch and it was like oh okay but this year is like so much going on. And yeah, I I'm think so I agree excited. with you on that, that there's a lot more in the future of Star Wars. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, on, on board with that, too. Yeah. Uh, but diving into some other news besides um, our predictions and our breakdown of the episode um, there, which this was brought to my attention recently by Josh. And when we watched it and we thought it was interesting <laughs> there. Apparently there was I'm I'm like quotations. There was leaked. a leaked trailer of something called the Knights of Ren, and and and, and it looks like it takes place on Mustafar or something like mm-hmm. that. Like in the trailer, and no joke, it's an X-wing and a Tie Fighter, and then there is a um, Sith that pops out of it that looks like a ring wraith from Lord of the Rings, and and jumps on X-wing, chops one wings, and crashes down, and then he sends in the X-wing and turns on two lightsabers, and then it says the knights of ren and from and from you know i guess from reliable sources it's real but i it, it doesn't look real and if it is i want you to explain to me why you just copy and pasted the ring rate like that's like my if, thing because of if no it's, joke because from what i see like i still see some things that i'm looking at i'm like that could be unfinished this could just be like a little kind of demo reel that you give to it's like hey look this yeah. is what we can produce like this is what we have been working on for the like because I'm yeah. sure there's hundreds of different TV shows and scripts and then they make like one trailer and they're like boom this is like do you want us to keep continuing it? It's kind of like the pilot, but yeah, it's, like it's, it's like down. a li- like even less than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I think it could be. I don't think it's like a yeah. full fledged like in production thing if it is real because even I, the effects I, I, on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like like I mean it is crappy quality because it because the person made it look like you know hey it's on a screen and then it was kind mm-hmm. of in the background with his phone or camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. But from the animation of it, like it like especially with the lava and the planet and everything, it looked good. But then when the Tie Fighter next one came, kind of like, eh. um uh. But that would be interesting um because they also had ties to Crimson Dawn as well. Um, of, of, of the Knights of Ren. So, again, another reference to Crimson Dawn. But do you guys think that is real? Do you want to see that? Do you think it's necessary? Or are you I just saying like, that uh, the, the A, it's a completely random like storyline that no one thought of or asked for? Yeah. Well, I don't not necessarily ask for because 
I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that after seeing uh, Rise of Skywalker and seeing the Knights of Ren, they're like, what's that? I want I want to see what that is. And I can see how there could be uh, a market for making that kind of uh, that kind of a television or like a series of some sort um, or even just like a, a short like 40 minute kind of like, you know, like the Clone Wars did with that one little small movie at the beginning. Like something like that. Some, but again, I don't I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know if it's real. It it is very low quality and it yeah. is filmed very ominously, like it's not supposed to be filmed, which gives me the incentive that maybe there is there is a little bit There's of validity behind it because it it yeah. looks like someone's recording it, but they're not supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so well, well, there are some questions so, that are around this that yeah. I can't answer. Well, some people have definitely like have done that trick because of I remember when Age of Ultron came out like back in 2015, and and you know there was a leaked you know ending of it, and you know it showed you know some of the actual ending, but then somebody like did like a like a like a green screen thing or whatever, and they made it look like Spider Man was showing up in it, and everyone was flipping out. Uh, even with the so, newest Spider-Man, like we had yeah. the same kind of thing where it was just like this yes. whole trailer, and then it was it looked like it was yeah. kind of film. So, in my opinion, I want it to be real. I just it's yeah. for me. I want to see new things from Star Wars personally. Yes. Like I want to see something that's so removed from anything that's related. Which is yeah, why I'm so interested in like the high the High Republic era. Like, I just I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like over this whole what we've already and, known and something else as well is that you know the empire like of what's left of it in the first order you know nothing has showed up yet in the in the book of boba fett which is actually kind so of cool think, in my opinion so you're saying like pikes could be working with thrawn oh no 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 i'm 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 just saying like because of if you watch the mandalorian um mm-hmm. Uh, and you know all the like the movies and everything. The Empire, the First Order had like a strong presence, right? But then you go to the Book of Bubble Fat, and there's like no presence of like it is Tatooine. The Empire, or well, well, yes, it is. We Tatooine. still did see, uh, yeah, it's because they had that like stronghold. Yeah, little yeah, like, but the only there. reason when we saw a New Hope, the only reason that there was Stormtrooper presence on Tatooine at that present moment is because they were physically looking for droids. Those two droids, they uh, they yeah. don't have any outposts yeah. on Tatooine. I, that, uh, uh, that okay, are, I, of I I will say there is that weird Stormtrooper scene in the Sarlacc where a clean, no joke, the armor looked clean besides the acid there, burns on. on yeah, because I I was just yeah like, I had why? no idea why he was there. Yeah, I was no like, why on earth was and, and and it wasn't a sandy, it wasn't a sand trooper, it was just a full out like normal storm trooper, like a normal TK and the Sarlacc. And in and, and and it did not look like it was there for a couple of years. It looked like it's been there for a while. So I, was I mean, like, he obviously saw an oxygen supply that was intact. Right. So um, right. he couldn't have so been there for what happened. Long. How did he get in there? Where is the Disney Plus series for Gary the Small Trooper? Like, I need to know. <laughs> I, but, but no. But honestly, I think that um, when we don't, I mean, we haven't seen like any of that. I mean, yeah, we saw the Stormtrooper helmets on the pine, like on, on their like spikes. But I don't think that we would see the, the Empire or First Order or anything. And I think it's going to be the first show, like, Afterwards, where it doesn't focus on that. because in the American, you know, 
the empire lingering. and and technically in that time of the empire is still lingering but it's surprising we haven't seen you know some type of you know door squad of you know stormtroopers and stuff like you know in, in a like hiding or come out because of empire formed into the first order and by the end of this whole climax of like of the mandalorian verse is what i'm going to call it because of the mandalorian and ahsoka and what rangers of the new republic were supposed to be um but then i guess the show got canceled and then there's the rumored and then there's something uh, which i'll just talk about now which there's the rumored um series that's going to be based on Bo-Katan and that she will get her own series on Disney Plus, which is more Mandalorian stuff, uh, which is fine. But now we got, you know, three characters that are, you know, based off of that armor. And I just don't want, you know, so they're all coming together to take back Mandalore. Right. And and then there's going to be a big battle with like Thrawn and all that stuff. And we'll see Ahsoka. And there's a chance that, you know, that we might see some of the, I mean, because for me, it would be like, you know, if there's a big battle like that, that no, no way that, that the New Republic is not going to be um, involved in that because they want peace Rex. and stuff. So I could, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see like, well, there's no way Rex is not going to be like Rex. Like there's Rex. no way that Rex would not be in um, that Rex would not be in the in the Ahsoka series. Like, like there's no way like like Rex has to show up and then going to another thing that I was going to talk about is that. Tamara Morrison has also said in a recent statement that he wants to play Commander Cody and Captain Rex. And I think that's just, I think that's a formality of him being like, you know, winking at the audience and being like, oh yeah, I am. But, you know, <laughs> I really want to play them because of, that's exactly what the, um, what, you know, McGregor was saying when, you know, people kept asking him, hey, are, are, are you planning on playing Obi-Wan? He's like, well, I want to, but now it looks like I'm knocking on, on Disney's door when in reality he signed con- a contract years ago. That he's he like, playing. I've been in, under their wing for a while already. So <laughs> I guarantee that that we will see live action Rex and some of these other clones um, because of it's and just, it's what just what easy money and for John tomorrow. Because yeah. like when he, I don't even know if he realizes when he signed on to be a clone yeah. in in like the original clone wars but no he gave himself work for decades just by oh, doing yeah. that oh yeah so i and in the face in, of the republic I, and 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 now it's gonna be cool to go back and watch like attack of the clones and see like Django, and then you know watch it all the way through and then they go to the book of Boba fett because it's like oh yeah you know separate people but same people so that's but, weird but awesome but yeah um there is gonna be a big battle um, like all, all of this is leading up to them taking back Mandalore and it's going to be oh, yeah. so cool to see that live action. And it's going to be so cool to, you know, see all of these, you know, characters show up and then it will be, you know, kind of like, you know, it will be like game of Thrones where it's going to be like w- one of the main characters of these shows will probably die. Like I could see Boba like dying in that battle, like trying to take back Mandalore. I and then be, Amelia you know, Clark just burns everything to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That will I I don't know why but I I'm I'm hoping that 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 happens in 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 the in the season finale or like in the show of where like you know she comes in and she comes in with Crimson Dawn and just tries to create chaos like I yeah for um, sure yeah definitely well yeah uh, well I think that just about wraps it up this is uh I think we're running out of time here um, running out of time so. it's Star Wars stuff there's always stuff <laughs> to talk about come on by running it's out amazing. of time I think we're we're losing the attention of our viewers uh, and listeners. <laughs> Uh, so is there anything else you guys are going to talk about? 
You guys have anything uh, else you want to mention? No, no. Like, uh, excited to see episode four. Definitely yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, for David, I will I will shout out to the Nerf EE3 uh, blaster that uh, just was released and announced, or not a release but announced. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. That's another little bit of a uh, toy news going on in the Star Wars world. That's all I can think of. That's pretty yeah. much it. Uh, don't uh, don't forget about uh, don't forget about our bingo card that we're doing as well. Uh, oh, if right. The first if you one, haven't figured that out, you can go find that on our social media. Um, yep. on Star Wars Podcast. Uh, we are doing a bingo card where if you're the first person to have a bingo for guessing, you know, like our theories of what would happen in the in, in the show. And by the end of it, if you get a bingo message us and you will get our secret mystery prize. And I'm telling you, it's a good one. It may or may not be a helmet. So <laughs> go and do the, the heck? card. It's uh, not a helmet, guys. It's not. I promise. I, I, I mean, I, I, I did enter that in post. But if you, if you guys don't, uh, please go follow us on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our TikTok, Facebook, Patreon. Yeah, guys, we have tons if, of giveaways, and the only way you can participate in them is through our social media. So, if you want yes, free stuff and, from uh, us, sometimes. And we also have an email, like, like we love your like messages and fan mail. Like, yeah, I got fan mail. It was really weird, but I, um, but we love hearing from you guys. And and if you have a chance, you know, go and give us uh, your review. Like, honestly, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So we we love you all. Um, and and to find everything, we also have uh, we also have a website. Uh, as well, which is called stuffpodcast.network. It's really, really sick. It's got our bios, it's got all of our um, no, it's, links it's to Star Wars, it's stuff network, stuff podcast network, not just yes. dot network. There's uh, no dot in there, so dot com. All right, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said dot com. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, well, well, anyways, that, that's about, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think. So, um, so from myself, Matt, and Josh. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for joining us this week. It no was problem. A pleasure Thank you. you on Thanks it. for having me. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be we'll sure all to talk to you, you soon. Awesome. May the force be with you. Always. Pew, pew. Oh. <laughs> what the French? <laughs> We're still alive. Yeah.